Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is Errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at Errands. Approval not guarantee. Restrictions apply. See store for details. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. DJ Bucky back with you. And uh, Buck, I don't know about you, but I was pretty I was pretty excited when I saw the news today because this was one of those throw the rundown uh throw the rundown out type pieces of information that dropped as we were waking up this morning. Yeah, no, it's 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 kind of crazy. Anytime we get close to cut down day, you're always going to have surprises. And I mean, I don't I don't know. Like I I, I still think four o'clock deadline closing in four o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I think we may see a couple more, but the news of Cam Newton being released by the New England Patriots certainly kind of put the uh, football world on its ear for a minute because I don't know if anyone expected, not necessarily expected Cam to, you know, if he didn't win the job or whatever, like they thought that was up in the air, but for Cam to be released, I think it kind of caught everybody's surprise when the news came down. All right. There's so many layers to it. So let's start with the first layer. Um, you know, just Mac Jones winning the job, and, and you've and you tweeted it out right when the when uh, Cam had to miss that time with the COVID protocols, and you we talked about it on the show. 
It's a it's a philosophy, Buck, that you've had going back a long time. Both as you think about it as a player and in any job that you've held. So why don't you, for those that maybe didn't catch that episode or your tweets, share the no, Buck Brooks philosophy of life right here with everybody. Uh, so the philosophy of life is don't let others get comfortable in your seat <laughs> because when decision makers look at the future without you, they may go and have a future without you. And so what happened with Cam Newton is Cam Newton was in a very contested battle with Mac Jones. And by having whatever the COVID protocol was, the issue that he had, he gave the Patriots an opportunity to see Mac Jones as a starting quarterback, not only in a game, but over four days, two regular practice days, two joint practice days, where they really got a chance to kind of have a dress rehearsal of Mac Jones being QB1. So, you know, and I know in front offices, sometimes you have a conversation like, hey, if this is the week, let's let's put in a full game plan just to see how Mac Jones will handle it. So let's game plan, let's script it, let's put it together as if we were going to play the Giants and let's see how he will handle all of that information. Well, by all accounts, when it came to the joint practices, he was shredding the Giants, especially on the first day when people just gave him glowing reviews on the way that he threw it, one-on-one, seven-on-sevens, team drills, ball didn't hit the ground. They were forcing him completing 18 consecutive passes at some point during the course of the day. And at that that point, DJ, I started being like, oh, this isn't good. Yeah. Like, this is not good if he goes and steps up, you know, at a moment's notice and has – a really good day. And then you go into the game and Cam got the first two series, didn't really do anything, didn't really expose him and those things. Mac Jones comes in, a very efficient and solid day's work. And so based on how the Patriots are constructed, you look at Bill Belichick, he's looking at his team. Hey, we know we have an offensive line. We know we can run the football. Defensively, we're supposed to be better. If it's close between a veteran and a young guy, you always go for the young guy. And it was too close for comfort. That's why Mac Jones wins the job, because the veteran has to be clearly superior than the young guy for that guy to retain his job. And it wasn't. And so that's why Mac Jones is a starter. Yeah, and that, and that leads me to a couple different uh, uh, points of conversation on this thing, too. Because I think if you're Bill Belichick and you look at this thing in context of your division, and I, I tweeted this out, Buck, in, in that you look at that mm-hmm. division right now, and I think we would agree, right? Buffalo is the class of the division right now. They won it last year. They've mm-hmm. got a you know top three quarterback in the NFL. If you just go off, I, mean, I think Josh Allen was second MVP voting last year. He's twenty five years old. They just paid him a boatload mm-hmm. of money, so they are all in committed to him. Now the only thing is, now that they've paid him the money, it could cost them some guys trying to retain some players going forward because they put a bunch of money into the quarterback position. We've talked about this a lot. Now you look at the rest of this division. Two is on a rookie deal. Um, now you look at the Jets with Zach Wilson on a rookie deal. Mm-hmm. They are positioned to load up around cheap quarterbacks in, in this next free agency class to be able to put in all types of pieces. And Bill Belichick saying, hey, I want in on this. Like Buffalo is the best team, but now they've got the big quarterback contract. These other two teams have the young quarterbacks that are cheap that they can build around. I'm, I got to get this thing started. Let's get Mac Jones up and running and get him rolling, and now we can load up around him. This is already a really good, you know, pretty good roster. And now mm-hmm. – We've got a chance with cost control at that position. They always had it with Brady. Like he never made what he sh- what he was worth. Tom always mm-hmm. took the discount. Now this is like a double discount with where Mac Jones was picked and how little he makes. I mean, it's a dream come true. 
Yeah, it's a dream come true if you know how to build a team. And we always talk about it. You want to get the young guy on the field so you can figure out, okay, where do we need to help him? They have the two tight ends, Hunter Henry and John o. Smith. Uh, wide receivers, I just think, are okay. Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar. We'll see if they need to upgrade that uh, based on how those guys play over the course of the season. Offensive line is solid. Uh, a collection of running backs that can get it done. So much depth and talent in the running back position. They traded away Sonny Michelle. That tells you a lot that they gave yeah. up one of their former number ones to continue with the stable that they have. And then defensively, a veteran-laden defense that's very, very talented, very versatile and multiple, so they can come at you a bunch of different ways. I continue to stay on this point. This is the early 2000s versions of the Patriots when they won the Super Bowl with guys like Antoine Smith playing running back, David Patton, David Givens, Troy Brown, um, kind of a cast of no names getting it done at wide receiver. They had Christian Farrier and Derek Graham playing tight end, a bunch of guys that now we're saying, who, what? But that's how they won because at the time, the strength of that defense was with McGinnis and Vrabel and Bruschi and those guys. And then it flipped in the mid-2000s where it became more of an offensive-minded New England team. But this is a style and a team that I believe Bill Belichick is very comfortable playing with. And as you know, the only thing they need Mac Jones to do is to not mess it up, to get them in and out the huddle, to get them into the right play call, and to make, I would say, four to five passes a game that he's going to be asked to make. Four to five. He only has to be good on four to five passes where he has to make some big-time throws or make big-time decisions at that point. But this is going to be a team that they kind of work around the quarterback as opposed to working through the quarterback. All right, this is going to be a strange analogy, Buck, but just hang with me, okay? Just hang with me on this one. There was a time um, I we I got married right before my senior year of college, and it was probably around that time. It was in the in the late '90s, early 2000s, or no, it had been late night, mid to late '90s. When, if you remember, we had kind of gone from VHS mm-hmm. to DVDs, right? Yep. So we had amassed, as anybody of, of our age, we had amassed all these VHSs of all of our favorite movies. My wife and I, you get to, you know, you get married, all your collection comes together. But I remember telling her, like, CD, this, like, everything's going to DVDs. So I let's move away from the VHS, throw those away. We got to start collecting the DVDs. And I remember she was reluctant because it's like the VHS works fine. We've got a VHS player. I don't have to go buy a DVD player. First of all, these DVDs, like, are they durable? Like these DVDs could scratch and then they're ruined. Like I, the VHS, I, I know it. It's safe. It's familiar. It works. It's durable. I don't know, but the DVD, uh, you can do all this neat stuff with it and fast forward. You can skip and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, you get one scratch on it and it's no good. Like that literally was the decision that the 49ers had to make with Kyle Shanahan. We were talking about it. Mm-hmm. Mac Jones is going to be their Matt Ryan, their Kirk Cousins. He's very comfortable with him. Matt Ryan won an MVP uh, playing this style of, of of quarterback. So Mac Jones is their he's their VHS tape, right? They can they can just stay with what's familiar, what's comfortable, and we can go there. And Shanahan did kind of a, a bold decision. When you think about it, it was like, okay, we're going to go into Trey Lance, and I want to go into the future. Give me the DVD. And I know people are going to say, oh, it could get hurt and it won't work, but I, I just think I can be I can do more with this. This is where the future is going, so I'm going to choose mm-hmm. the future over the familiar. And then when we go to the Patriots, now I know, look, people will say, well, they didn't have any option. There was no, none of those quarterbacks were left when they picked, but they could have kicked the can down the road and said, 
we'll get our quarterback in another time. We, we're going to hold mm-hmm. out so we can get one of these athletic quarterbacks we can do all these different things with. And they, and they said, you know what? This is familiar. We've won a lot of games with this, and so we're going to go with familiar over maybe something fancy in the future. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. 
Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my day. day. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I love it. And I love the tweet that you put out because you, you described it perfectly when you talk about future over familiar and how everyone has to make that decision when you're trying to determine um, how do we want to go forward at the quarterback position when we're sitting at a crossroads. The San Francisco 49ers, and I think they're worthy of a deeper discussion a little later in the podcast when we talk about what they are doing with Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo, but they certainly went to the future, kind of a back to the future approach because Kyle Shanahan does have some familiarity with doing the style of offense that they want to run. He did it with RG3, but that's not really how he's normally gotten down as an offensive play caller. Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins, uh, more traditional pedestrian-type playmakers at the position who do it that way. The Patriots have a 20-year playbook that they have always utilized. You and I can watch a Patriots game, and we can begin to check off what our – the contingencies Mm -hmm. for when they're playing in a game. In yesteryear, when they had Tom Brady, they're going to open up the game and they're going to open it up and they're going to spread it or they're going to run their regular offense. You stop them, you slow them down, one or two things are going to happen. They're going to go empty, moving Mm -hmm. around. Tom Brady's going to slow down the rush. He's going to get it out of his hands and the offense will find the rhythm that way. If they can't do that, what do they do? They batten down the hatches. They play power football. They're going to run it. They're going to throw off play action. In the midst of all of that, there's some plays that they typically like, uh, bubble screens, uh, slow screens, things that when we've been watching the Patriots for the last 20 years, you're like, okay, here's a checklist. It's Mm -hmm. a laundry list of things that they're going to do until they find what you can't stop, and then they sit right there. That's what they do, very systematic. And Mac Jones, you have a quarterback who he's not Tom Brady, but his playing style is more Tom Brady than anything else. He can call the game from the line of scrimmage. He is very comfortable doing the empty formation stuff. He has experience running play action and doing all of those stuff that's very easy and familiar. He has to be able to get them in the right run play. He can do all of that. So if you're Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick, because you have won, won a ton of Super Bowls playing this way, you put on those old loafers and you go back to saying, hey, you know what? This is very comfortable and familiar. We're going to win the way that we've always won because at least this way, I know I have all the answers to the test. And it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see where this goes with the future of the position when it comes to the draft and evaluating. Because if you remember last year leading up to the draft, one of the things we said about Mac, appreciate all that he does well, right? The accuracy, the decision making, the poise, all that stuff, leadership, excellent. But what we said was if you look around the league, the only currently successful pure pocket passers are the old guys who've been around long enough to have the answers to the test in terms of having all the knowledge and the experience where if you give me this, I can get that. You you kind of bring extra, you're gonna overload me, boom, I can get there. Because I don't have my legs to bail me out. If I don't, if I don't mm-hmm. see it correctly and you get home and the play's over with him. So now we're gonna see. Is he truly – is he so advanced for a young quarterback that he can operate like one of those veterans and have the answers to the test? Because you saw it in that Giants game. I went back and watched that tape. 
they smothered him a little bit in that game. When something wasn't there, he took sacks because he doesn't have the answers in his legs to be able to get out of there. So he's got to have the answers with his mind. So how quickly can you get up to speed? I know if you're playing the Patriots early in the season, I think they open up with the Dolphins, right? Well, I mean, exotic, exotic, exotic. I mean, I am I am locking up. We're taking our chances. We're going to man up, and they are coming from everywhere to try and smother him. Yeah, they absolutely have to do it. And for the Patriots, it's very uh, important that they get the game played a certain way. I think their path to victory is a very familiar path. I don't think they have many avenues to be able to win games. I think they have to play a certain style. they got to control the clock, drain the clock. They have to be able to run the football consistently. Defensively, they can't have many cracks in terms of big plays or those things. These This version of the Patriots does not want to play a shootout. Um, when you talk about Mac Jones and what you talk about uh, the future and people being able to determine how they go forward, we've said, and I've used the superhero analogy, um, the rest of those quarterbacks taken in the first round, they're all in the Avengers, right? They yeah. all have superpowers. Trey Lance can move around and run. Uh, Zach Wilson has terrific arm talent. Justin Fields is uh, mobile, big body, beautiful, can make a bunch of things. Mac Jones is the one where you're like, man, he's really dependent on everything around him. You called him yeah. Iron Man. I called right? him Iron Man because yeah. he's dependent upon the suit. Yeah. He needs the suit. And in this case, the suit is not only the weapons that they have around him in terms of the offensive line, the running back, the defense, the coaches. Mm-hmm. Coaching is part of the suit when he goes to the lab. and That's he's like the voice in the suit, right? Yeah. That's like the voice yeah. in the suit. <laughs> he, he's trying to figure that out. Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels have to really help Iron Man by making sure that the suit is fortified and the suit is upgraded as it continues to go down the season. So I believe that this will need to be the best coaching job that Belichick and Josh McDaniels have done because the quarterback that they're playing with has some limitations from a physical standpoint. All right. So when we look at it, we look at these, you know, and uh, look at this rookie quarterback class. Trevor Lawrence was not going to be stopped by Gardner Minshew. Was not going to, he was going to be a speed bump on his way to the starting position. Obviously, you just kicked Cam Newton, who's an MVP. You cut him, which, which again, I think if you're going to go with Mac Jones, I think it was the smart thing. Just let Cam. He's too popular to have him in the you, locker room. You have, and that, that's what I would say. Like, Here's the thing. like When you put a young guy in charge, mm-hmm. it's very similar to what happened in Carolina with Cam. They had to remove Steve Smith out of the locker room so he could take – yeah. control of the locker room because Steve had a big presence in the locker room. Well, in New England, Cam Newton is all personality, mm-hmm. all of that. You have to remove that because it would prevent Mac Jones from ever evolving or growing into the QB one and the leader that they need him to be. And so, yeah, you can't have Cam there as a backup and Brian Hoyer or Jerry Stidham. Those guys are more backup types. They're non-threatening to the starting quarterback. Yeah, we'll see what happens with the Niners still TBD as we're recording this. You know, I think we probably see Trey Lance in some, you know, in some packages. That's my opinion. I know he's got a little thumb, a little chip, I think, on his finger or his thumb. So he's going to be out a week. But I still think we see him early in the season, at least in some way, shape or form. So Jimmy looks like Jimmy at least held on to to the job for now. But did you see any of the the tape of that game in the series where they alternated in and out and they did some of those things? Um I had a chance to like not only look at that, but I had a chance to kind of study and go back from a historical perspective. The last time we've seen something like that really in a regular season game 
We're talking about Tom Landry and the Dallas Cowboys in 1971. Danny, who is that? Was that who? Oh no! So they alternated with Craig Morton Staubach, yeah. and Roger Staubach. Yeah. Every other play in a game versus Chicago. That team though won the Super Bowl mm-hmm. right after the name Roger Staubach, the quarterback. They went on a 10 game winning streak and they won it. I do wonder because of the way that they did it. DJ, it's different when someone comes off the bench like Taysom Hill does for a yeah. player or two or whatever. But what they were doing from a defensive standpoint, that is a, that is tricky yeah. because everyone's like, yeah, but, you know, when Trey Lance is in, they're going to run these handful of plays and Jimmy Garoppolo, they're going to run these handful of plays. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, when they're going in and out of the game and then you add maybe a little pace and mm-hmm. tempo and rhythm, I know, I can't even think about the tendency sheet that you've given me all week because I'm in survival mode. Mm-hmm. I just believe that. Cal Shanahan couldn't help himself, right? The last preseason game, he was like, I'm just going to give you like a little teaser, just a little hors d'oeuvre of what is coming or whatever. And the the run game stuff that they were running with Trey Lance, I was like, oh, no. Oh, it's going to be a nightmare, man. You don't want to see that. And because if you think about the success that Baltimore has had with Lamar Jackson running an offense that goes like that, well, imagine like I would say that if we had to say this, Kyle Shanahan is probably more creative than Greg Roman when it comes to how they design and do the running game. I think you are asking for trouble if Kyle Shanahan has an opportunity to put Trey Lance on the field and run this back to the future offense that he wants to run with a young quarterback. I think Brett Coleman uh, on Twitter actually tweeted tweeted this out, and because uh, I had mentioned what a nightmare this would be for defenses to try and deal with, and and then all of course you get the. The people that the poo-poo police who come out and say, Oh, it's the preseason. It was a four-yard run, you know, big deal. Everybody runs these plays. I'm saying, no, no, if you can't look and see what Trey Lance can physically do now that Kyle Shanahan has shown his willingness to try and open that thing up a little bit, and then you can't have some imagination and say, Well, wait a second, when we put George Kittle out there, well, when we put Trent Williams out there at left tackle, what if we have Ayuk and Debo Samuel and Mostert next to him? And now I've got jet sweep action. Is he going to give it? Is he going to keep it? They're pulling this way, split zone with the tight end going across the formation. Like, if you can't see how difficult that's going to be, I can't help you. But Brett Coleman, Brett Coleman tweeted yeah. this. I want to get to that real quick. He said, think about preparing in one week for the Shanahan run scheme and the Greg Roman Baltimore Ravens run scheme because mm-hmm. you're going to get both with that group. Yeah, and it's a problem. It is a problem. It's one of the reasons why I don't believe the Baltimore Ravens should move far off of what they do in the run game because the last two years they've been number one rushing. I believe that Kyle Shanahan has been able to dig in the tape and he's looking at the Baltimore Ravens run game and being like, oh, man, they're crushing people with that. But, Mm -hmm. man, imagine if I add this to it and I have this personnel and I have these wide receivers because Baltimore doesn't have that. Baltimore doesn't have Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel types that can run the – the fly sweeps and do those things. They also, they have a good tight end in Mark Andrews. They don't have George Kittle. George Kittle. No. And then Kyle Juchek, who they used to have, they don't have necessarily anymore. So now you're giving San Francisco better offensive personnel. With a 240-pound battering ram at quarterback is different than Lamar, too. Right. There's a different with style. With the ability to do what Baltimore does while also doing a running game that's already difficult to stop. <laughs> You do not want to see them. And it could be the most exciting offense that we see that only utilizes 15 to 17 passes per game. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nightmare. He couldn't help himself. 
That's why he did it. He had to show it off. He was like, I know you've been waiting. I just want to give you like a little taste. Bucky Brooks, I, I know you love the ring. I'm going to give you this little taste. And then Trey Lance scores. And I was like, oh, man. Because just in that play alone, DJ, just the touchdown play where he scored, they run jet sweep one way. Yep. Trey Sermon runs a fake counter action. Mm-hmm. They pull somebody from the backside and Trey Lance <laughs> scoots into the zone. Yeah, I am on, I'm on defense like, holy smokes. I got yeah. somebody that needs to stay on the edge. I got to deal with Trey Sermon if he gets it on the counter. And mm-hmm. then I got all of these pullers coming at me and I still don't know where the ball is going. Yeah. Ridiculous. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it? 
is Aaron's. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at Aaron's. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Yeah, I, I mean, and we haven't talked about. Do we even talk about Kyle Uzcheck and what he can do with his with his skill set? Just because Baltimore doesn't have a Kyle Uzcheck either. I mean, like that's that's no. what's crazy about this. And I was no. thinking about it. You, you talk about he couldn't help himself. You know what that was? That was your mom takes you to get your back to school shopping a couple weeks early, and you're like, no, I'm going to hold these shoes for the first day of school. <laughs> And you stare at those shoes for a couple days, and you're like, man, I still got another four days till school. I, I gotta put them on. I gotta, I gotta go. put them on. <laughs> he could, he couldn't, he couldn't help himself, and he did it. And I mean, I love it. I think it can just be so problematic for the defense in terms of what they're doing. And I think with, you know, Baltimore and Lamar Jackson as that offense continues to evolve, there's some things that they can do that they haven't even tapped into. But I think the personnel for San Francisco is better than the personnel in Baltimore. And so if they steal their playbook, what is this? Um, what are those boy bands? Um, what was it? O-Town? Oh, yeah. It's almost, O-Town. It's almost, yeah, it's almost, like, it's almost like Backstreet being like, oh, that's a cute little song, O-Town. Let's yeah. take that. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take that from you. Take that and roll. And pat you on the head and go. By the way, O-Town, O-Town, one of the singers from O-Town went to my high school. True story. True story. Um, which, which, I watched that. Was I make, making the band? Know? Yeah, you're, name not, show. you're not from you're not from Orlando. That's yeah, he wasn't from Orlando either. Yeah, <laughs> trust me. Uh, all right. Uh I want to uh I want to get to some cut down stories here real quick because we just had mm-hmm. cut down. I know um I had tweeted out some of these. So if you didn't see the tweets, I'll mention those. And then I got a couple submissions from a couple friends around the league. Did you ever have to do that, by the way? Did you ever have to have to I, have cut guy? I, I not had to do it. I just had to endure it. I don't, I don't have any, any funny stories like that. Okay, so here I'll I'll read the uh, the first one, which was actually documented in John Feinstein's book, um, "Next Man Up." He spent a year with the Ravens when I was there. So uh, here I'll read out of there. He said, "Occasionally, scouts make a mistake." Jeremiah had been sent down to get an offensive lineman named Jason Thomas the previous year. Walked into the offensive line meeting room, put his hand on Thomas's shoulder, quietly told him he needed to come upstairs. Jeremiah was halfway up the stairs before he realized that the player walking in front of him was actually Damian Cook, not Jason Thomas. Oh. Damian, I'm sorry. I got the wrong guy. Uh, Jeremiah said, watching Cook's knees sag and relief, Jeremiah returned to the meeting room to get Thomas. Seeing him come back for a second player, Jonathan Ogden said, what's going on in here today? You guys trying to cut the whole team? Well, 100% <laughs> true story. Uh, I felt awful, man. I got halfway up the stairwell. And then I looked at him and I was like, wait a second. That, that's a wrong dude, man. That's a bad feeling. And you got to walk him back down in and uh, you're good. No, no you're, you're fine. And then come and grab, grab the other guy. So that was the first one. Okay, that's my first Turk story. I'll give you my second one, um, which is uh, Orlando Brown Zeus. Uh, rest in peace. You know, his son is yeah. Orlando Brown now with the Chiefs. But Zeus, if you never saw him play, was one of the biggest, strongest, meanest guys ever to play in the NFL. So I walk into the locker room and and because of the story that I had just mentioned of when you've cut the wrong guy, you want to be doubly sure to uh, or when you've almost cut the wrong guy, you want to be doubly sure you got the right guy. So I walk into the locker room and I would look up at the nameplates in the lockers to make sure that I got the right guy. So I walk in there and uh, I only had to grab like two guys or something. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking around, looking up at the nameplates. Well, Zeus across the room, who's our starting right tackle in no danger of being cut. 
But he sees me looking at nameplates and he goes, oh, no. He grabs his nameplate off of his locker and chucks it all the way, all the way across the room. I'm like, first of all, I would quit before I would ever go cut Zeus. I don't, I don't need that. I don't make enough money <laughs> to deal with that. So that would never happen. Uh, you are starting right tackle. You're not getting cut. But it was. I remember just he chucked that. He could have killed somebody with that nameplate. He threw it across the uh, across the locker room so fast. So that's that's number two. Number three, um, and this was my favorite. I won't mention the name of the player, but um, so I go. You know, back in the day, you actually had physical playbooks. Now it's iPad, right? I guess now you just yeah. change their just change the uh, you lock them out, right? They, so you just can't they zap open. It. Yeah, they zap. Yeah. They zap. They zap the same. I still think. I still think you co- you collect it because I think you had pass out the iPad to them. Yeah. But so, you you know, you they tell you you have two jobs when you got to get the player, bring him to Coach Billick, and then you have to get his playbook, like right then, right there. That's your two jobs. So I, I do my job. So go get the receiver. Got to go talk to Coach. He's upset. We're marching up the stairs, and he doesn't understand why he's getting cut, and he's upset. Understandable. Goes in to talk to Coach, comes out, and I go, all right. Hey, I just need to get your just need to get your playbook. He goes, I don't have it. I left it at home. I'll send it in. I'm like – yeah, no, that's not an option, man. Like, I gotta, I gotta get it. I'll tell you what, just go grab your stuff. I'll wait for you, and then I'll follow you to your house. He's like, "You're gonna follow me to my house." I'm like, "I'm sorry, man. I gotta get your playbook. That's my job. I, I gotta do it." MF and me, not happy. So I wait. He comes out of the thing, goes out to the player lot, and he had like I don't remember what exactly the car was like a muscle car, but I promise you, it was a lot faster than the 1994 Accord that I had with no AC, where I got to roll the windows down. So he, I sprint out to my Accord. I get in my 1994 Accord, and he pulls out, zips out of the parking lot, and it's like a high-speed chase. I'm following him, staying, trying to stay on his tail so I can follow him back to his place. So we get to his house, and uh, he storms up, storms to the front, opens the door, slams the door. And I'm sitting here in my car like, what do I do? Like, so I just knock on, go knock on the door nothing for like three minutes i'm just standing on the porch like what am i doing all of a sudden the door just opens up throws the playbook <laughs> takes the playbook slams the door back shut i go walk get my car and drive back to the facility and i remember thinking like i'm making thirty thousand dollars a year like what am i doing with my life man like this need, is miserable you need, you, need a, you need a hazard pet yeah so you that need- was my that was my that was my third one so i put out a call to uh, some buddies and said, Hey, anybody else have any good Turk stories? So here's, here's a couple that I got. Um, let me give you this one here. And these are, these are guys, you know, um, all right, here you go. So this, uh, in 19, in a 1990 training camp, Chris Barr was the kicker. Um, so this is, uh, he was an intern. He was, this guy was an intern at this time. So he goes 1990 training camp, Chris Barr is the kicker. He would drive a golf cart to practice and he would pick up the GM's kids and give them a ride to practice. The day before final cuts, Barr picked up the GM's son. When they got to the practice field, the kid got out and told Barr, I'm going to miss you tomorrow when you get cut. (sighs) (laughs) GM's son was in the room adjacent to the staff meeting room where they were discussing the cuts. He overheard the debate on Barr and unfortunately, he became the Turk that day. Is that unbelievable? Oh, wow. That's horrible. Is that That's insane? Horrible. Can you imagine he's like giving the GM kid a ride? Get, he gets out of the car. Man, sorry about that. Last day. He's like, what? Like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, accidentally cut oh, him. This. 
Oh, that's horrible. So that's a good one. So then somebody else reached out to me and uh, another one of our mutual friends. Uh, let's see what he has here. Oh, this is a good one. You'll appreciate this. He said, we need to share, we need to sit down and share our Turk stories over lunch and mention another guy who has a bunch of them as well. Um, he said, this is not a Turk story, but uh, I once had the job of making sure Andre Risen got to the facility. This was before cell phones. Let's just say it was very difficult. <laughs> I that, was his, say, that was his job to make sure Andre Risen got to the facility. I can imagine. I would say I can imagine how difficult and challenging that is. Uh, <laughs> having lived with Andre Risen for a little bit in Kansas City. You live with him? Oh, yeah. Oh, Shut yeah. Up. Yeah. So this was not in Kansas City. This was somewhat this yeah. was another team. But oh, so what was yeah. that like? Um, it was interesting because it was right after the left eye. Uh, oh, fire we, yeah, we still the being communicated. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you can't tease I, me I, like that and not tell me any more details than I that. Mean, it's just so many sorted details to just sort out and try and figure out what is there for whatever. I just remember left eye would call. I would pick up the phone. He would be like, tell him I'm not here. I was like, well, Andre, well, like, she has to know you're here because I'm I'm, I'm answering the phone. Like, like where is she going to be at? <laughs> like, 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 I'm here. Um, it was, I, look, it was, it was funny, but it was also like, I mean, look, this is my, this is my dude because I remember like in high school, you watching them, Bad Moon yeah. Rising, all that mm-hmm. other stuff. Um, yeah, so it was just the off-season program. So the off-season program, I spent a year in Andre's I house. I never knew this. It was, I never knew this. Oh no! And it was it was Bo Jackson's old house. Okay. So Bo Jackson's old house in Kansas City. Andre purchased. We're living there, and a couple of the teammates were all there, and it was the off season. It was bananas. <laughs> I mean, just, that's all I can say. That's the best way to describe it. Bananas. Uh, so did Left Eye? <laughs> like I need to know I never more saw there. It. You never, never saw it? I never saw it. No, no, no. I never saw it. I never saw her come through or whatever. Like, I just remember they would talk. Like, she would call and stuff like that. But I didn't – I never saw her come through. Oh, man. Like, what – do you remember what what was out at that time? Like, was was Chasing Waterfalls or was that was that after that? Like, what was your – I can tell you the year, the year was 97, going down a rabbit hole now. Yeah, it was, it, it was 97, 98. So – Oh, man, I, what what a bunch of yeah, jams! 90, creep, you had creep. You had so nineteen ninety four. Waterfalls came out in ninety four. Um, Ain't too proud to beg. That had to be around that time too. Yeah. So whatever, whatever's ninety seven, ninety eight, whatever they're transitioning to at that point. Okay, I think all their hits. They pretty much had all their hits. Yeah. Because crazy, sexy, cool came out in nineteen ninety four. Oh, Buck, we have to. I got to get information on this. You never told me this. There's 700 of these shows. You drop on me that freaking live with Andre Risen and picking up the phone from Left Eye. What the heck? I don't even know you. Oh my god, it's so funny. Oh, that's amazing. Um, so, anyways, I thought those were uh, those were two pretty those, quality those, uh, those, 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 stories. Those great. Hey, you need you need hazard pay for what you had to endure with the. Uh, oh gosh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Driving to the house. So so then oh, yeah. oh this was the this was the tail end of the of the Andre Risen story. So this guy uh who who told me this said I once told Magic Johnson that on a flight and he said I can't believe you still have a job. <laughs> <laughs> I 
you know, so so Magic so had to know is, him though, right? Had to have known Andre yeah. Risen, Michigan State. Yeah. So 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 the thing is, I was with Dre in Jacksonville, so that's yeah. how I originally met him because in '96, yeah, '96. Yeah, spo- spo- spoiler spoiler Bay, alert. This took. Oh, place. I know. This is you, oh, you know oh, who we're talking. Oh, about. oh, 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 I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I know because there's <laughs> only one or two places it could happen. Yeah. So I just remember going there and seeing him and walk through in the bling and you know, punctuality might not have been his best thing when it came to certain things. <laughs> might not have been his best thing, but he's my guy and I love him anyway. So, but yeah, so I, I, I do remember, I do remember some of that, but then he goes from us in Jacksonville, he goes to Green Bay, mm-hmm. catches the touch, good. does all the stuff or whatever in the Super Bowl. And then I rejoin him in Kansas City the following year, when he 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 remade himself into Spider Man, that's when yeah. he would go and get yeah. on the goalpost. That was great. Yeah, for anybody that's young, go go look up some Andre Risen highlights. He was a phenomenal, phenomenal athlete, um, and watch him and Prime him and Prime go at it too. That's always fun. Uh, good basketball player too. We used to have was fun he? playing basketball. Yeah, because in Kansas City, not only did we have him, we had Tony Gonzalez, Dre oh, like weird. Dale Carter, like the, the basketball. Dale was Carter good. is a freak athlete, man. Yeah, basketball was uh, good. So that's phenomenal. Uh, all right, l- last thing I want to do here on the show is my lights just turned off for some reason. Um, I want to talk a little bit about some of these rookie wideouts because we talked a lot about the quarterbacks, but I want to talk about the wideouts and what we've seen in the preseason. I watched a bunch of these dudes, um, and I want to start. The guy I want to start with might not be who you think. Uh, Terrace mm-hmm. Marshall with the Panthers, Buck at LSU has looked. I watched all his stuff. He's looked really good, man. Uh, inside, outside, he can climb and get vertical. His whole thing was that he just didn't he didn't pass some physicals, so that pushed him down the board. But I tell you what, there's no more frustrated person on planet Earth than a personnel guy who had big grades on a player and the doctors told him they can't take him because I've gotten a bunch of feedback on that from teams like, dude, they look, he looks fine to me. I'm like, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> there's something to that. It's a great fit for him, though. In Carolina, and the reason why is because there's not the pressure on him to have to come in and be the number one receiver. Uh, you have Anderson there, you have DJ Moore there. He slides in as a third receiver, and it's really, really easy for him to kind of assimilate to the game. As Sam Donald is trying to find guys that he has a comfort level with, there's just a chemistry and a connection that has kind of popped up with him and Terrace Marshall. So he's looked good. Um, Let's let's uh, let's go to the the big dog here in Jamar Chase. I mean, so you've got four drops that you watch. You see body drop, cradle drop, cradle drop, face up drop. He just, I mean, he didn't play a ton, so there's not a lot else to go to go on, you know. But mm-hmm. I didn't see, and we'll see as the regular season gets going. I mean, I gave him a stinking monster grade. I think as we all did, a year off, um, he didn't look quite as juicy and as crisp as i remembered you know and i think hopefully that'll come as he gets more confidence i don't think he's totally confident in what he's doing because you can kind of when you watch a guy run you can kind of see if he's thinking why he's running and with him mm-hmm. it just looked like he's he's got a lot going on in his head he just needs to play and just get get back into the groove get back into the rhythm yeah that's a tough thing dj and i'll tell you that wide receivers uh evaluating wide receivers the transition that wide receivers make into the pros can be a tough one because uh, there are a lot of things going on. The system that you jump into compared to what you come out of college. Like if it's a system in college where, A, whatever the route is, the route stays on, great. You can aggressively and confidently go run routes. If it's a system where you have options and variables 
that are post-snap reads based on coverage, if you've never done that, that's tough to do. And now you're dealing with rust from not playing for a year. We kind of hinted at this a little bit when we talked about, A, some of the COVID opt-outs, like what it's going to look like for them in year one. Football is a developmental game. You need to play football to get better at football. Some of these guys haven't. Some of these guys haven't played in a year or two based on what their injury history was. And so for Jamar Chase, you have the rust factor from the long layoff, and then you have a lack of confidence because you've dropped a handful of balls. And everybody around you has made it a big deal. So now instead of catching the ball with your hands like you've always done, now you're beginning to use your body because it's a lack of confidence. And look, man, it's, it's almost like if you're struggling on the golf course, the more that you work at it, sometimes the worse that you make it because now things that you've never thought about, you're now beginning to think about like, oh, okay, there are no laces on the pro ball, but hey, let me catch the dot as it's spinning. Mm-hmm. Or are my hands right? Am I doing this? And maybe you have a wide receiver coach in your ear. Hey, pinkies together. Uh, mm-hmm. Form the triangle. Do things that you never thought about. Yeah. And so now you're really in your head. Last year, we saw it a little bit Jerry Judy has some drops that popped up in college, but then when you get into the pros and you have some in the game, now you're fighting everything. Mm -hmm. And it's a very fragile thing. So it'd be interesting to see if he'll be able to work out of this during his rookie season. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. Um, To me, I almost would like to see him just get the ball in his hands. They threw him some now screens and stuff like that, but just give him a give him a fly sweep. Just let him run around, make something happen, and then and then we can go from there. Plus, they haven't given him a chance really to play over the top yet. So much of his production at LSU was just climbing up and making plays down the field. We, he didn't play enough. We didn't get a chance to see him do all that stuff. He can do it. No, he's, he's not. But DJ, it's like us playing pickup basketball. Like if you've missed three or four jumpers in a row, at some point your coach said, "Hey man, get in the paint, get a bucket, yeah. find a way to get a layup." get a free throw. He needs to see the ball go through the hole. Mm-hmm. He needs to catch something. They need to find a way to manufacture an easy touchdown for him early. You get him in the paint, that will kind of open him up and some of that pressure that he's putting on himself will dissipate and he'll, be, he'll return to being the player that we thought he was when he was at LSU. All right, I'm going to run through a couple more guys and I'll let you hit on anybody else you want to hit on. Jalen Waddell, um, I love what they're doing with him in the slot. You're going to see, we talk about slot verticals being home, you know, Easy money in the NFL. You're going to see a lot of that from him. Plus, giving him, you know, jet sweeps, bubbles, quick hitters, uh, slants from the slot. He's going to be really good in that system and, and reunited with two. A big year coming for Jalen Waddle. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown, by default, I think he's going to end up being their best receiver. They just don't have a very good group there. Um, but he's very polished, again, in the slot. Tough for a lot of young guys to, to work in the slot. We see a bunch of these rookies getting work in the slot. Um, quickness, toughness, working in traffic. Uh, he was impressive watching all his tape. I mentioned Terrace Marshall. Rondell Moore, again, in the slot, quick screens, whip routes, um, quick hitters. You know, he's going to have that very defined role. I think they kind of know who he is and what he does. So I, I think you feel good about uh, where he is. Um, I saw Dwayne Eskridge at, uh, at the Charger game with the Seahawks the other day. That 4-3 speed is real. You mm-hmm. feel it when you're out there. He didn't get much action. Uh, his way, but you can feel his speed. And that looks like all of a sudden like a track team with him and when DK Metcalf is out there and Tyler Lockett, good luck. Um, that That's a fun group to watch. Uh, any of those other wideouts jump out to you or any takes on them? No, like I, I think the thing that stood out to me was all the reports about Elijah Moore and how terrific he was, yeah. he was being. 
everyone talking about how special he is and how he looks the part. I'd be excited to see him play. Um, Tutu Atwell is a guy that early in the process, I remember you loving because he does have some of that dynamic playmaking ability. Yep. You worried about the packaging, though, because he is mm-hmm. so small and slight. But I think the advantage of Atwell going to the Rams, he gets a chance to see Deshaun Jackson work every day. And Deshaun Jackson made quite the career for himself as a guy who entered the league maybe weighing 165 <laughs> yeah. pounds. He has been the ultimate three. He may go down in history as the league's best deep threat. Tutu Atwell, what can he steal from watching him work every day? And then I think the big wild card or the big asterisk that everyone has is Kadarius Tony. Yeah. What is going to happen with him? Just kind of hasn't been available. It's been some, some, some different issues that have prevented him from getting on the field consistently. It's one of the things they have to address. Last one we didn't talk about was Devontae Smith. And I believe wholeheartedly in Devontae Smith's ability. And I tweeted this out the other day just because I think it matters where you go and how you're used and what your supporting role is. I could see Devontae Smith having a, you know, a solid year. But three, four years from now, once they figure out, you know, whether or not Jalen develops as that quarterback or whether they find that quarterback. Remember, they got a bunch of picks next year so. They are positioned if Russell Wilson was going to move on, Aaron Rodgers was going to move on, or Deshaun Watson thing goes down. Like the Eagles are in a position to, to out ask everybody to go get a quarterback. So this is a big year for uh, for Jalen. But if Jalen doesn't end up being that guy, I think you'll see a big uptick because to me, I think he's in. I was talking about somebody this about this the other day. Devontae Smith is best with an on time quarterback because his he is precision and as a route runner. So you know, extended plays, scramble drills, like that's not that's not going to feature what this dude does so well. And that's you know he's successful with Jalen, but I think you saw with a guy like Mac Jones, he went to a totally different place because well, in rhythm, on time, precision. That's him. That's who he is. That is exactly who he is. And so it'd be great to see how this this plays out. And so uh, that's one of the things about the preseason, like beginning to get a taste of it. But then in the regular season, we get to see how everyone puts it together because no longer can they sit and say, oh, we're high and we're saving our best stuff. And yeah. now we get a chance to Let's see go. people yeah. doing their best stuff. Yep. All right. Uh, I want to encourage everybody to listen to the Hard Knocks podcast, which drops each Tuesday after Hard Knocks. Airs hosted by our buddy Peter Schreger. You can find it wherever you get your podcast. So be sure to check that one out. Um, anything else you want to get to, Buck? I, I do want to let everybody know. Um, we have a big episode coming up on Thursday where we'll, we'll dive into college because we've got the real full opening weekend of college football. So we'll have some fun with that on, uh, on Thursday's episode. Anything else you want to drop before we get out of here? No, nah, man, just make sure you continue to listen to all the pods and videos and those things. It's going to be an exciting time. Season's just around the corner. And I, I teased it on Twitter. We'll have some more information for you on Thursday about an exciting development in the fall with the show. So uh, we'll, we'll hit you guys up with all that information coming up on Thursday. All right, that's going to do it for us. Appreciate you guys hanging with us. We'll catch you next time right here on Move the Sticks. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. 
You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love. Online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain unlimited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. 